Welcome to the Green Zone Podcast, the show that teaches oil and gas executives how to take command of their finances and live in the green. Your host, Jeff Green, from Green Financial Group, will be your financial guide, all while giving you a tour of the most beloved and best-kept secret spots around Houston, Texas. Now, on to the show. Welcome to the Green Zone with Jeff Green and Lauren Smith of Green Financial Group. I'm Patrice Sikora. And we were just saying, these are interesting, uncertain times, and the markets do not like uncertainty, do they, Jeff? You know, markets don't like uncertainty, and there is absolutely, this this virus is unanalyzable, and we there is no data out there. There's no earnings. There's just no, there's no, there's nothing for the market to look at and say, oh, here we are. Now I know where, you know, where the equilibrium is. And it's not, we're, we're, we've overshot it. I think we've priced in the worst case scenario. I'm not saying that the downside is done, not by a site. We don't know. We don't know where the bottom is. But the market is trading the way it is because it has nothing to trade on other than a worst possible case scenario, which is pricing in for us at the moment. And part of the problem, too, the data, as you say, we don't have any. We're not going to be getting anything that's forward-looking. It's all going to be backward-looking, right? Well, data is always backward looking, but but what we'll get a sense of is you know is, is where see the the this virus in the U.S. anyway is most likely going to peak, and this is a guess. I'm not an immunologist, so don't you know take everything I say with a grain of salt. But most likely, we'll see a peak of the virus sometime mid-April, and when we see that, we'll start you, you know you'll start to see. The cases kind of come down a little bit. They've, you know, Italy has been hit hard. They were increasing at a rate of about twenty percent a day. Now they're at about nine percent a day. So we can see that that we can see that there is a cycle to this virus. We can see that that it will run a course and it will peak and then the and then that that will come down. We'll see the same thing here. When I don't know again, as best guess and from what I hear and read. We're looking around mid-April. And then you're going to see, that's when you'll kind of start to see the worst of it in the markets to be over with as well. That Again, that's a guess. But I'm going to tell you this, and our best guess on the U.S. economy is that it will contract. And anybody that says it's more than a guess is fooling you because, again, there's, not, there's nothing to, this is the worst fall in, in, in an economy, uh, in our economy, I think in 70 years. I think that the, uh, forgot which flu it was in 1958, but it, you know, it, it contracted things by about 10%. This is going to be worse than that. And again, the, so the best guess for the U.S. economy will contract about 35 to 40% at an annual rate in March and April. You're going to see unemployment the last part of this month, probably about one and a half million just to give you some perspective, in the worst case scenario in 08, it was less than 700,000. So that'll give you a little perspective there. I would expect the economy to stabilize in May and then start growing again gradually in June. That's, again, uh, the best guess that anybody can look at for right now. All right. So we've got people that are they're going to be out of work. Uh, the economy is is not doing well. Let's just we won't say it's tanking. It's not doing well. And then things start to turn around. But how long will it take to get the the fundamentals, the the engines, the small mom and pop businesses back in order? Um, you know, the thing about the, some of those, I don't think are ever coming back, unfortunately. 
that's just the reality of where we are. And I'm not going to sugarcoat it. Some businesses won't come back from this. And that's highly, highly unfortunate. This economy was extraordinarily strong going into this. And I think that will be a saving grace for us coming out the other side. Remember, in January and February of this year, we had 273,000 new jobs created both months. That's unheard of. Wages were increasing at a rate of 3%. You had good retail sales. You had strong manufacturing. GDP was in the 3.5% range. So everything was very strong going in. Now, your question is, when are we going to see it? That's a great great question. It's the $64,000 question. I was really no, but I would, I would suggest this. If we, if we see the virus peak around mid-April and if we see a stabilization in our economy in May and a gradual return to growth in June, I would say by third, fourth quarter, you're looking, you know, certainly by fourth quarter, our numbers are back to, in our opinion anyway, around the three and a half percent growth rate or three percent, I would say at least a three percent GDP growth rate. Well, now that's a very healthy rate. That's a nice rate. But think of all the- You're going to see a lot of pent-up demand. Exactly. Inventories are depleting. You know, there's some businesses that are doing very well. Grocery stores are doing very well right now, and among some others. But, you know, airlines, travel, you know, certainly restaurants, you know, not not so good. So, But, but there are, un, you know, fortunately or unfortunately, however you want to look at it, there's some bright spots in the economy due to this virus. And now emotions. My gosh, the emotions are all over the place for people. People can't get out of their homes or they're not supposed to come out of their homes. How do you keep your emotions out of your investing decisions? You know, I talk to people every day. I talk to my clients. I talk to um, other people's clients that that happen to call in and want to hear a little bit of a voice of reason. It's not keeping emotion out of investing is not an easy thing to do. We all get emotional, me included. And I got Lauren here. You know, Lauren here. You know, I don't. You know, to clients, I'm I'm just calm and reasonable. But sometimes, to Lauren, you know, she she gets the bad side of me, and she has to to deal with me sometimes. I'm sure, that's a lot of fun. It, oh, it's always. <laughs> <laughs> but but we have to. You know, there, there's a, there's no real trick to this. There, really, what I'm I'm encouraging my clients to do is exercise the rarest of qualities on Wall Street, and that's patience. If we can be patient through this, my clients, you know, all own high quality names. You know, we own the Home Depots of the world, typically in our accounts, Walmarts, et cetera, et cetera. This is not not recommendation for anybody to go buy any of that. That's just what some of my clients own. But if if we own quality, then we think that we're going to be okay through the end of this. Like we, you and I were talking before this podcast started. And your question to me was, you know, do we need to bail out big businesses or do we need to bail out small of them, the small businesses? And I think we need to, you're going to, they're going to do both. And they're playing politics with this bill right now. I won't even go into the politics part of that. It's unfortunate, but the American people are suffering. The mom and pop businesses are suffering because Washington's playing politics with our money. So I hope that that bill gets gets sent, gets done sooner than later. And I think when that bill gets done, you'll see the market react in a very positive way. They're also, Washington's also not going to let airlines fail. They're not going to let a lot of the big businesses fail. They just won't do that for you can, right or wrong. That's just not going to happen. So you may not even have an answer for this question, but 
do you see who do you see coming back first? Is it is it restaurants? Is it travel? Is it well, hospitality is getting clobbered. Where where would be the strength? You know, the, again, Patrice, that's a great question, and this is a I haven't really thought of that, but this is this is what comes to mind for me. So I'm in Houston, and it is what day is this? March? What day is it, Lauren? Twenty third. We're March twenty third. March twenty fourth, and we just got noticed that I noticed that we're our our city is going on what do they call it a lockdown or shelter a, in place? I think shelter in place. It beginning tonight and lasting through April 3rd. April 3rd so Friday. that's a long time. That's a long time for me. When I get out of this, I want to go be around people. <laughs> and so <laughs> yes. I would imagine the hospitality industry. I'd, I would I, I would see two-hour waits in restaurants and I'd be happy for that. And just go to the bar, have a cocktail and enjoy being around people again. And so I think, I, I hope hospitality comes roaring back in a big way. All right. How about the airlines? What do you see happening there? Well, you know, so I just booked a trip yesterday. I have a business trip uh, for August, which I typically don't buy those tickets until about a month prior to, just because it's it, it's so far out and plans may change, et cetera. But I went and started buying. I, I'm looking to buy some more tickets somewhere else. They're extraordinarily inexpensive. Yeah, uh, I think we got the only two seats taken on the plane so far. Yeah, I think there's something <laughs> that's about right. <laughs> So there's not a lot of there's not a lot of buying in the on on the travel industry airlines in particular uh, right now, but there are some very good deals. And if you've got you know a couple of bucks that you can spare that you know you're gonna you're, if you know you're going to take a trip, now's a good time to be booking it. And I've had a couple of trips this month that have gotten canceled, and you know everyone that I was going with were already planning. Let's rebook for April. I mean for August. Let's look at November. So, you know, these things are going to get moved to a later date. So they're not canceled completely. So hopefully that'll boost the travel industry a little bit at least. Right. All those people that wanted to get married but couldn't are still going to get married. That's still going to happen. Yeah. You're, we're still going to travel, but it's just not going to happen until the latter half of this year. And that's why that's why when I say I think that you'll see this growth return, you'll see some stabilization in May and you know, again, growth beginning in June and certainly by fourth quarter, I think you'll see a, a pretty strong growth mm-hmm. rate in our economy. The energy sector has gotten clobbered to like a, a double punch here. It's got the, the market, the COVID, and it's also got the oil issues. What about energy? You know, of course, the majority of our clients are oil and gas professionals and that that is you the, the, what's going on there is Russia and Saudi Arabia playing chicken with each other and you know to some degree Russia wanting to you know put an end to our fracking industry because our fracking industry is 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 revolutionary it's, it's revolutionized the oil industry and Russia their only way that they have to make money is through oil. And so they're trying to undercut everyone and decrease the price of oil. But the problem with that is that's just, that's to, that's a, that's a, that's a bigger issue, I think, than the virus, because that's going to have to get resolved. No, no one is really making, everything just functions well with oil around the mid fifties. That's just a nice spot for oil to be. Now here we are in the low twenties and it's not, it's not good. You're not hearing anything about that in the media because it's, it's Corona, 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 
but that's a that's a that's a major issue, and that one's that one's going to have to get resolved as well for our economy to get going. All right, and then one other question: manufacturing. Now you were talking about all these. We did have really strong employment reports at the beginning of the year. A lot of that was in hospitality. A lot of that was in manufacturing. Are those the jobs that are going to come back? Do you think immediately? I do. I, I think those will be back for sure, and you know, probably bigger and better than ever. If if we learn anything from this virus, we need to learn that we need to make our own stuff. And when we rely on foreign countries, especially countries that you know may have a tendency to be hostile towards us at times, and we need to we need to bring we need to bring that manufacturing back home. And I think and without again getting into politics, but the the way you do that is decreasing corporate tax rates and decreasing some of the barriers that are part of manufacturing. So deregulation. And that's all part of that's those are things that have are are have been done and are being done currently. All right, Jeff, Lauren, lots of good thoughts here. How can people reach you? Sure. Therese, thanks again. We have a website, www.greenfinancialgrp.com. That's greenfinancialgrp.com, or you can call us direct at 713-244-3030. Excellent. Jeff Green and Lauren Smith of Green Financial Group. To subscribe to this podcast, The Green Zone, simply use the subscribe button on this page. You can also share with friends and colleagues by using the share button. I'm Patrice Sikora, and let's talk again later. Thank you for listening to the Green Zone podcast. Click the subscribe button below to be notified when new episodes become available. The information covered and posted represents the views and opinions of the guest and does not necessarily represent the views and opinions of Green Financial Group. The content has been made available for informational and educational purposes only. The content is not intended to be a substitute for professional investing advice. Always seek the advice of your financial advisor or other qualified financial service provider with any questions you may have regarding your investment planning. Securities offered through Raymond James Financial Services, Inc., member FINRA, SIPC. Investment advisory services offered through Raymond James Financial Services Advisors, Inc. Green Financial Group is not a registered broker or dealer and is independent of Raymond James Financial Services. Jeff Green is the founder of Green Financial Group and is a registered principal of RJFS. The Green Financial Group is located at 6363 Woodway Drive, Suite 625, Houston, Texas, 77057, and can be reached at 713-244-3030. Raymond James is not affiliated with and does not endorse the opinions or services of his guests.